1: middle cough
0: hey b siakam
1: man siakam warriors this is a thursday night we're recording this post game wanted to wait just to see what happened in the warrior game and if um, any more reports about richie and incognito came out on this thursday uh that was a good basketball game john
0: i'm fired up for the series I-, I thought it was very that was high level they're better than the Blazers. Number one ta- my number one takeaway was like, this is refreshing to see another team.
1: They might win. Yeah, it is refreshing.
0: Just the energy of the crowd, that knob Well, Just dudes. to watch a
1: series that you're going, they could lose the series, right? did
0: Yeah, I don't know if I ever quite thought that yet. And maybe it's arrogance or whatever, but more just crowd super fired up, the country's fired up.
1: Yeah, it's a nation.
0: So it, it crossed your mind they could lose a series? Well, it just I think yeah, I
1: mean like Yes, I don't I'm not predicting it, but yes, they could lose the series.
0: I mean, guy, they got 52 points from M- Pascal Siakam and Marcus Hall.
1: Pascal Siakam's good. I'm not but, predicting they're going to lose the series. I think the Warriors will look better in game 2. I thought there was a little, I don't want to say rust, but I they I didn't think they were at their best. And still, I couldn't believe at the end of the game. It felt like it should have been a 17-point game. It was a 7-point game. Um I thought the biggest, <coughs> well, we'll get to it, but let we'll get. I'll hold all these. Really, takes.
0: really quick, let me go. Uh, what, what was Sammy? What was the Warriors old the numbers guy's name? He's with the, the I almost said the Lions, the Pistons. Sammy is Golf
1: is it? Was it? Is uh, it
0: Yeah, just a genius with curly hair named Sammy. Yeah, Sammy Gelfand. I'm pulling up Pascal's. So in the playoffs. He's actually had some good games. You okay. say
1: you're going, Sammy? Is that what you're Well, what yeah, I was going to see,
0: but I was going to say, I bet he hasn't had one game over 25 points in the playoffs. So he's had a 30-pointer and a 29-pointer. I mean, he's a good player. But, I mean, tonight was – he had a couple, like, spin around, throw up prayers. Oh, to yeah. Go
1: again. Oh, yeah.
0: It was just one of those, like, it was just his night, you know?
1: Yeah. He
0: Guy, he was 14 to 17.
1: No, it was, it, it was stupid. I'm not, I didn't say I'm changing my pick. I just said I, for the, there's rare in series. Like I never at one point ever when the Blazers were up by 14 thought like, Oh, the Warriors could lose the series. But I do think these leads feel different because these guys keep scoring and they defend.
0: Yeah. I'm not, they're a good team, but they, between Siakam van fleet.
1: Baller. This is one of the best teams. Would you admit this is one of the best teams they've ever played in the playoffs? Like the Rockets the last few years, obviously OKC, the Cavs with LeBron and Kyrie.
0: Uh I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna put them above the Rockets, OKC, or the oh, LeBron Kyrie team. I'm not, just because I'm I, I want to see like, yeah, can they have multiple games where multiple guys do a bunch of shit like this? I don't know.
1: I'm just saying they're not on. If, if they're not on that tier, fine. But they're, they're, they're not on the tier yeah. of all these other teams they've wiped. One, the floor
0: they're, with. They're, they're better in Portland.
1: Uh, John, this podcast, as we're getting ready for bed, is brought to you by Sleep Number. Maybe you've considered a Sleep Number bed, but thought you couldn't afford one. But can you really afford another restless night's sleep waiting for a podcast? No. There's never been a better time to save on proven quality sleep. Now, during the Memorial Day sale, ongoing, <clears throat> a queen three hundred and sixty smart bed starts at only nine ninety nine.
0: Guy, here's the key: having y- y- you're a married couple. And, you know, in a married couple, they're two separate people. They don't both like the same style of bed. You have told me you like hardwood, basically a piece of wood. And Alyssa likes a nice little pillow top, soft. I'm probably somewhere in the middle. I'd probably be closer to you. I like it a little firmer. And I think a lot of people all over this country, a lot of our listeners that are in serious relationships or are married, deal with this problem. You know, you look at each other like, I want it fluffy. I want it hard. Well, you can have it both. That's the great part about Sleep Number. They got options for you, and they got sales, and we're providing it, guys. SleepNumber.com slash ham.
1: What do you think Clint Eastwood sleeps on if you had to I guess? I mean, I
0: would imagine, like, fire.
1: <laughs> Just cold. Rock, rocks. Ro-
0: rocks. Yeah, yeah, rocks.
1: Sleep Number has been ranked highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power. Come in during the Memorial Day sale and save $1,000 on a new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed for temperature, balance, and comfort at an exceptional value.
0: Yep. I I don't have the read in front of me, but you'll only find Sleep Number at. Do you remember
1: how many stores there are nationwide? Uh,
0: 555. 75.
1: Don't short sell. 575? Yep. Find the nearest one to you at sleepnumber.com/slash
0: ham. Just go to sleepnumber.com/slash ham. And just search around and type in your info. All
1: right, game one thoughts. Uh, Siakam, they they play a lot of guys played out of their heads. Um, uh, 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 Patrick McCaw, his big three pointer, John. His first field goal of the postseason was a big. That felt like a huge moment in the game. In the third
0: I'm going to sound like I'm Warriors world or something right now. Yeah, I hate Patrick McCaw. <laughs> I don't even know why. I just I can't stand him. <laughs> like, I mean, I sound like I'm like Joe Lacob. But I just see him. He makes my like the hair on my back of the neck. Did necks. you
1: feel like Did you feel the way about it when he was on the Warriors?
0: No, remember we had yeah. Kirk Lake on on our old terrestrial radio show, and I remember watching some YouTube's going like, "They got to find." And remember that first year, he was pretty good, playing in the finals.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard when 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 Draymond Green takes a pay cut, Kevin Durant takes a pay cut, Patrick McCaw I'm, goes OBJ and doesn't show up.
0: I, yeah, I'm just a guy. I'm just. NBA guys that are drama. They they that are especially that have it. You can be Kawhi and be a little drama. He's just like I'll deal with that. You can be Kevin. I'll, I don't really love it, but it's like I'm not gonna like tell him to go away. Right. Uh, but Patrick McCaw, that that one. And then how about this guy? He kind of faked him and his agent. Now I'll give him credit. They wanted out. They like faked this Cleveland deal that was like non guaranteed, and then you get cut by the trading deadline or something. And he got cut. It was kind of shady the way it all right. played
1: out. Yeah, they're doing him a solid. He had his he had his worst season as a pro
0: <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: not that he, I mean he'd averaged fi, he he had averaged fifteen as a rookie, seventeen as a sophomore, basically minutes per game, and then four points per game. You know that's what he shot this year. He averaged fewer minutes, and as a as a raptor, he averaged thirteen minutes and two point seven points per game. He played in twenty six games.
0: Well, okay, let's do this. Let's go. Because i got so many thoughts. Something you were impressed by, we'll go positive, and then we'll go negative. We'll like zigzag back and forth. Let's go po- something you took out of this game, you're like, damn, on either side.
1: Well, the crowd was like the fifth graders from Old Town Road. The video <laughs> yeah. that I have not stopped watching I mean, how, today. How
0: fired up was those, were those fifth graders?
1: I, John, I have watched that video... Probably five, five or six times today. How about the dude? And, I'm, in the and, I'm, and then I went listen to the song. I lo- I hated that song until I saw those fifth graders loving that song. And now hated I've listened that, to the you song. You hated that song? Not hated, but like I just didn't really listen to it much. And I listened to it two or three times today after watching all those kids just when the beat drops just start losing their m- singing. The kid, all of them sing. The kid, they sound the like the kids the from from Brick in the Wall. Tom Petty. We don't need no education. He should do a remix with all the fifth graders. So crowd wasn't uh, the crowd was awesome crowd it's great to see a crowd like they haven't had it you know
0: there i i thought guy when they won the eastern conference finals i'm rarely moved as much in sports anymore like it takes tiger woods winning the Masters or something i was so locked into that pr- trophy presentation uh ernie on the floor with those guys Kawhi even kind of embraced it Masai oh. and then they started chanting kyle lowry like that's like that's why i like sports I mean, the first time a fan base, if you think about it, if you, if you were our age and grew up in Toronto and still lived in Toronto, you've been watching this Raptors team for, for what, 20-plus 20, 20 years. You probably read a lot about their acquisitions. Like, you follow the team 365 for that moment, and then tonight, like, even if they lose the NBA Finals, tonight was pretty badass, right? If you're walking into work tomorrow, texting your friends during the game, Maybe you got a chance to like go to the game. If you didn't go to the game, in Toronto, you know you got that street where seven million people sit and watch the game together right down the road, Uh, on Old Town Road or whatever the fuck they call it in Toronto. That that was a cool night. Yeah, is that what they call it? I mean, a cool night for the city. Mike, one guy who's been shit on and a lot, he you know he just didn't play very well and he get he's made a lot of money so he takes a lot of heat over the years. Was Kyle Lowry. I, I know he scored seven points, but guy, I thought he was fantastic. He's just all over the place. He just makes big plays. He hustles. He's tough. He was. He had the best plus-minus for whatever that is. I know he only had seven points, but six rebounds, nine nine assists. I, I just felt his presence. I, I. He's been fantastic these last the last two games. they beat Milwaukee, and then tonight. I, I'm a Kyle Lowry guy right now. I'm I. I, I know he's taking a lot of shit as being just one of those classic like. You make 25, 30 million, but when the big games show up, you kind of shit the bed. He's been really good. I, I thought, again, uh, they're going to need more out of him. You know, in a game when they're not getting fifty two points out of Gasol and Siakam. Well, but
1: yeah, and I was th- wondering about him because his first pass, he tried to go cross court and threw it out of bounds, like into the corner. I was like, whoa.
0: I, I guess I root for a shorter, chubbier guy. Just naturally, I don't know. I I, I like Kyle Lowry. Uh, I,
1: like the, I like that. Uh, I like that. I like that thing. Uh, that that. Uh... How about Serge Ibaka? I'm watching Serge. God, I remember when Serge was so close on those OKC teams. and
0: Wasn't he on the Magic for a year? Is he good anymore, guy? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You, you, well, You want to you play this game? Is he good anymore? Is Boogie Cousins good anymore?
1: No. Well, look, I mean, I, I was watching this going, you, you got to get him off the floor. Now, he is a guy coming off. He's a big guy, and he looks, bit. you know, coming off a quad injury, so it's hard to stay in shape. Um,
0: it's not really a fair place to judge him in the NBA Finals on the road against a good team. Like it was just, it t- was just unfair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but what's going to happen to this individual? Is he? You know, I was like, would the Warriors bring him back for a mid-level exception? I was thinking that watching the game. I'm like, do you even need to? Like, who else is paying in the mid-level I exception? I don't even want to. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, is Boogie Cousins going to be just back on the Warriors next year? Uh, maybe I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, but I don't, I don't think. But my my point is, he's going to be pretty useless in this series. Like I, I think yeah, like
1: just, I, I you know, I'm trying to get through the series first. I right? sort of no, worry well, about where he's going to be next like, year.
0: I think he just might come back. He might. I thought ball, ballsy moves starting Jordan Bell.
1: Yeah, Kevon Looney. I love. I know that. Well, uh, Looney
0: Looney's just a good player.
1: Has anybody in the history of the league worn the number twenty-eight? Off? Alfonso McKinney's number.
0: Honestly, he's not bad either, guy. Uh, no, I. Uh, yeah, it feels like running backs and like starting safeties. <laughs> <laughs> not an NBA number. How about Draymond? P- what do you think of his Chris Paul move, where he's dribbling about seventy-five feet from the basket, knows Kawhi's already got a couple fouls, just stops, and Kawhi <laughs> runs into him and gets just the ticky tackiest of all NBA Finals fouls ever. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the move, but it's like Draymond's a genius. I don't know. I I thought were, the refs. Did were didn't you feel little,
1: like they were You thought they were bad?
0: I uh, just it's a little off.
1: Yeah, I kept waiting for I I kept waiting for Twitter to start. I thought they like I saw Twitter complaining about the call Steph doesn't get. I I both ways. This is not a comment on either team because it happens both ways, but just some of these I still can't get over just the like someone's holding their arm out. So you pull your arms up and you get a foul. It's just like I still, I, both teams See, do it. Yeah, Everybody, to does me, it. I, I hate it. 100%. I hate the run and stop, and somebody falls over you.
0: Well, like a Draymond waited to Kawhi. I, I do think though, it was seven points with like a minute twenty left. Clearly, it was either Draymond or Looney got shoved from behind. My, my issue, guys, just with blatant like misses. Like, yeah, those those are ticky. That's an NBA problem more than a referee problem, right? With the handout and just the way the games played. I do think there is just consistency of like when you drive to the basket and kind of get hammered, those calls are just consistently missed. Like there was a call late in the game where I think it was Lowry and Draymond just went up. I mean, there was some contact, but I I don't know if it's a foul. You know, it's just. And again, it's
1: that didn't. That's not why they lost this game. No, no, no. I know you're not saying that. I just
0: tonight wasn't about the referees. Like Toronto just outplayed them. They got a career night from Siakam and I mean, again, 52 points from Siakam and Gasol. That's, that's pretty stupid. Like, are they, are those two going to get 52 points in another game? Cause no, I don't, I think
1: they'll, I think they'll defend Siakam game two.
0: He did give Draymond the business on the one like with the f- fake little Hakeem, kind of dream shake, and then he wh- lay up. I couldn't believe he made that shot. <laughs> I thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah. And then the next possession. Oh, no, I'm thinking the of the, like the, the hook
1: shot in the lane is the one off the window that I'm thinking of.
0: I'm thinking of like it's just the yeah. two of them, probably like five feet. Draymond's checking them, and he kind of just gives them a little hezzy, and Draymond kind of stops, and then he just gives a layup, and then Van Gundy slightly brings up Hakeem, and Mark freaks out. You cannot compare him to the dream.
1: Did you see the pregame? Like right before the game started with Paul. They all picked the Raptors. Who? Paul Pierce, Chauncey Billups, Jalen Rose. No, Chauncey said if KD plays at least four games, the Warriors can win. But otherwise, the Raptors. Like the other two guys picked the Raptors.
0: I, I don't know what the line is for game two but in your theory with the poor, is there any way that the that the warriors are not winning game 2 I uh,
1: it's look I thought they're going to win game 1 but now I'm more sure they're going to win game I, 2
0: I did too but you could tell by about halftime this might just be the raptors night it was one of those Did Steph have the quietest 34 of his career Did you feel like he had 34 I
1: did cuz I felt like he was one of like three people shooting I felt how what percentage of the shots did he take tonight
0: uh, he took 18, and they had a total of. Yeah, I mean he probably had 25 percent quarter. So him and. Him and. Uh, I mean him and Clay accounted for about 45 percent of the shots. But Clay was a little quiet. Yeah. But he has these moments where it's just like, you think I'm off, motherfuckers, <laughs> and he just comes into a three. <laughs> He, Clay is the gra- If Clay is ever the third scorer on your team, you're the greatest team ever, right? And that's was proven when they got Durant and Curry. They're unbeatable. Don't you think? When one- he's your second scorer, you are beatable.
1: Yeah. And don't you think there's a massive difference between this team on nights that Igadala hits like two threes? at nights where he airballs a three long in the corner? How many did he, what did he do tonight yeah, offensively? Yeah, I mean, he
0: was 0-4 from three, and like you said, an airball from the When he airballs from the corner, like, oh, this is not his night. Don't you feel like when he hits like two or three
1: threes, it's just like, oh, yeah. He hits like two threes and has a dunk, it's like, oh, yeah, that feels like 17 points. But
0: he did have a couple of Iguodala, like a sweet dunk in the lane, like he a did. little like putback, you're like, oh. But to me, it's when he's airballing the threes, you have, you're not going to win. Uh, Dray- Dray- Draymond had a pretty quiet ten, ten, and ten.
1: Draymond had a triple double tonight. Yes. <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> Draymond gets a triple double every other game, guy.
1: Draymond he to can't... me is is he doesn't throw ninety six all season long. He doesn't try to throw ninety six in June, right? If we're using baseball, but his fastball is still as good as his fastball's ever been. Like when he decide when he turns it up and wants to run.
0: I here's a quick takeaway. The formula of the spreading it out the way they're doing is not going to work. Like the Warriors do their best damage when Steph's got 35, Clay's got 28, and probably Iguodala has 17. Like they had too many six, six, nine, three, six, six from bench guys. That's, yeah.
1: Well, I that's, I think don't you think that's
0: numbers is cute and all, but that's not really their form. But, but
1: I also don't think like strength and numbers was created before you kind of had to deplete your bench in order to keep Kevin.
0: Like, but, their but bench I'm,
1: used to be better. Like, my their numbers used to be stronger is what I'm saying, you know?
0: Yeah, but they played these guys in the last eight games when Kevin's been out. Well, right? I know, but
1: I'm just saying, like, I just think their bench used to be better, which is fine. You would do it every time. For I did see – God, I, who tweeted this? I think I liked it. Let me go back. Do you think
0: Boogie even plays in the next game, honestly? Is there a chance he gets a DNP? Yeah, I, I feel like he doesn't play. But maybe he just, plays
1: a few minutes. They try to, try to keep him in shape. I don't know. And Sunday you just go –
0: like does Jordan Bell start Sunday night?
1: Just well, Looney, the problem was how many, what he he had four picked up his picked up three fouls in the first half tonight, right?
0: Well, I heard Kerr on with Tolbert, and his big thing is they just like keeping Looney comfortable in his role. Like they're gonna play him twenty five to thirty minutes. His role is defined. Yeah. You know, it's one of those like you're a right tackle and your left tackle goes down. We're just gonna play someone else else at left tackle because we love you at right tackle. We're not gonna switch we're not gonna move you, we're not gonna move like three dominoes. So if we got to start McKinney and just start small, like we're not Jordan Bell, McKinney, someone else is going to start there and Looney's role is going to stay the same. Because Looney basically operates like a starter. He played 28 minutes tonight, okay? Even though it feels like, oh, Looney's just playing a small role. Like his role actually is pretty big. Somebody tweeted, and I,
1: I'm trying to find it right now, that basically this is just genius by KD, waiting on the calf until it's, everyone thinks they need him. And then he comes back to win the title. What if Kevin comes back? Like they win game two. What if they lose game two, and then somehow Kevin comes back? Game well,
0: three? that that is easily the best case Kevin scenario to shut up the haters is you're down 2-0, Calf is you know just healthy. One's ge- so Sunday. Then one's Wednesday. Is that game three? That's, that would.
1: I mean, if we've got two days is, off between home games, then we'll
0: have at least two days off between road games. That's on my beach, Wednesday or Thursday. He comes back You can't totally be blamed (laughs) What did
1: you think of the first commercial The first break, the Raptors take a timeout They go to commercial And the first break It's like uh, um, It's like uh, 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 I don't even know what the toss to the commercial was But it was something along the lines of like And uh, men in black Something, something, something And then the, the first commercial Chris Paul is in Did you notice that? Chris Paul is in him Instead of being in the finals, he's in a men in black. The same day that Maury and Fertitta had their weird press conference. Did you see that thing?
0: Well, what's up with Daryl Maury right now, guy? <laughs> I what is? It, someone Chris says, Paul like, is Maury 6'8"? Look well, someone's like, look at Maury. He's losing it. And I, at, when I first just saw the picture Game of the three video is before Wednesday, I has, way. hit play, yeah. the video I thought it was Fertitta and like his bodyguard. Part of it is Fertitta's really short. I think Fertitta's like 5'7". And the
1: camera angle was terrible. You shouldn't be allowed to have a camera that close to you. Has has
0: Maury put on a lot of weight? I think he's just a big guy. I think he's big. Well, he is. I mean, I think he's 6'4", 6'5", but doesn't he just look kind of like... Well, John, as you
1: you and I both know, the dry fit, you battle a dry fit long sleeve is a battle.
0: But usually 6'4 guys can be a little chubby and you pull that off better. I don't know. He, uh, do you agree that Mori like. He clearly just came of out of Zero Friday Dark 30,
1: right whatever, you know, with the. But beard. do you agree
0: that Mori is not in the best of places right now? Y-
1: yeah, yeah. Well, because the thing that the, when someone else is talking and the other person is, like, just begging to, like, stick their hand in that the back of that person's neck and just go ventriloquist, you could tell there were times where he wanted to say something so bad, but he can't.
0: Who, Mori or Fertita?
1: Mori. Although Fertita was like, you want to take Or Mori's like, I can take this one. He's like, yeah,
0: go for it. I heard someone say that Fertitta's on the team, right, for I think basically less than a year. And there's already a mural somewhere in, like, the Rockets practice facility that, like, has always been with players, you know, like Akeem, James, Tracy, Yao, like all the sweet players. The biggest picture by far is Fertitta, like, either in the front row or, like, celebrating, like, a legitimate Fertitta shot. They just say his ego is fucking huge. You know, like, Lakeham's ego is clearly big. But he's in a pretty good place of knowing, like, there is a balance of this, especially in basketball. Like, you just – you got to give a little Kevin and Steph, make them feel like the stars, you make the money, and just kind of balance it. Fertitta's still in that mode. Like, I think he looks at James Harden like he's an equal of importance of the whole scheme of things. And he's – I think he's going to find out because – Fertita is basically acting right now like Lacob would act if he consistently lost when he felt like he should be winning. Like he's he's pretty aggressive. He's like a little pit bull. You notice when he like answers questions? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He doesn't just answer yes. it like, you know, yeah. we just gotta get better. It's like, no, this he's an absolute. This will not fucking fly under my watch. We will not continue to be average. We will do everything under our It's like, Jesus, Fertita, relax. <laughs> but in fairness for tita spent like 3 billion dollars on this franchise his entire life savings that depending on who you read some might say that he didn't he probably overextended him a little bit to get this team like lakem didn't overextend himself necessarily for the team at that level because they just it was just a much different level of wealth like for tita to buy in it cost whatever 2 billion dollars even when joe who overextended i think a little it was still only whatever 400 400 million it was, and then yeah. immediately went up three years later you're like okay we're in the clear like vertita's looking like well if we ever take a step back as a league i'm in major trouble right
1: yeah he but can't have a yeah you
0: yeah. can't have an nba recession
1: well you know and you start doing the math you're like if we just play six playoff games in every round we get four games at home Uh, that's $50,000 per suite, per game, we get to the finals, like maybe already spent the final suite money, you know, I don't know.
0: That's why it's like, Joe was never that mad when a series went five. It's like, if you get that third home game, I remember Kawakami always tweeting about it, like that's an extra whatever millions in the guy's pocket. If you're really good, would you rather have five or a sweep? You'd probably always rather have five.
1: Yeah, If you know you're going to win, yeah.
0: If you know you're going to win. Now, you would you want to fuck around with game sevens and stuff? No. But like when you're playing the Trailblazers, yes, you'd rather go five than four. It's just, why would you not? You want an extra $4 million? You're going to go to a game anyway. You're not going to be doing anything. So, yeah. Like, the Raptors are at the point where... you even know who owns the Raptors? I'd never hear about their owner. You?
1: Have you? Uh, no, I mean, you hear about Masai.
0: I, I have know. no clue who owns the team. Is that kind of crazy? Maple Leaf
1: Sports and Entertainment.
0: So it's like a conglomerate. It's not Drake. Ovo. I think he's the uh, ambassador. He is. You know, I, I don't. I'm not bothered by him.
1: I'm not either. As long as you, as you don't get too much of him. How about him wearing a uh, a sweatband on his arm, covering up his Steph Curry tattoo?
0: I thought it was pretty good. I mean, he wore the Dell. That was pretty, that was really good. That, that was,
1: was that was really good. You, you
0: got to give Drake some credit. That, I give that him a lot of a, credit
1: on that. Yeah,
0: I, and I think that was something like Dell gave him personally and signed. You know, it oh, was really? signed. It was a signed Dell career. Oh, okay. Here. So he might have he might have yanked that bad boy like out of a glass deal at his house. I, I I I give him props for that. That was as good as it gets.
1: Did you know we're part of OVO John October's very own?
0: I don't even know what that is
1: that's the drake brand ovo it's like the owl i saw marcus thompson went to the shop apparently in uh, canada but it's his brand and ovo is obviously uh i've done a lot of research internet reading today to sound like i know i know what this is um first google search was owl brand uh but yeah it's drake's brand like if you saw on the t-shirts it's spot i think he sponsors like their practice facility ovo i don't know if maybe it's ovo not sure like his Somebody like can tell his me. company yeah it's, uh, maybe they, maybe they're on his late It's like a subset of the label too or something, but it's just a bunch of dudes that were born in October.
0: That's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. So that's us. We're OVO.
0: You can't really dispute Drake's business career has gone pretty well, right? I yeah. mean, his, his rapping career obviously is really good, but feels like he's just pretty sharp guy. People like him. I, li- I like him.
1: What, uh, what else from this game from this series? I feel like there was... I'm just uh, excited. Yeah. I'm happy, you know.
0: Yeah. It may it make some juice in, in, on Sunday. Very arrogant. I wouldn't take say by us. I wouldn't say must must win, but must ish. Th- there would be a little freak out if they down to oh, I right?
1: no, I, there'd be a real freak. Like to me, and it'd be legit. Like it'd be like, Kevin, are you sure you're not coming back from the series? <laughs> like, all right, this is Steph's opportunity. The stage is set. For his monumental Wait. moment.
0: Right now, do you think Kevin Durant plays in this series? No, I still don't. Do you? Honestly, I have no clue because he was there. That's the
1: that's the real answer. But if you're making me pick,
0: I would lean no. He'd go two ways. He'd go, "Fuck these motherfuckers!" I'll prove a point. Right. That's why I feel like that's in the. I feel
1: like he's more likely to play if they lose game two
0: or he could just let them lose and then be like you, you, everyone you want to keep talking now?
1: yeah but yeah but winning a champ coming coming you know like batman with the cape on is, is always better, better. cuz you well, then you get me, in, like the pregame video with like wilt like uh, not wilt uh uh willis reed and then chris uh paul George, I, I can't get him his name right um paul pierce coming out after the uh wheelchair incident Like you'd be part, you'd be on that list of like dudes that have made grand returns.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'll lean. No, I do think he would start thinking about it. Like if it's, let's say they go one, one, and then the Raptors come to Oracle and win. Mm -hmm. It's like two, one, but it's like, God, the Warriors legitimately might lose this series. Then it's like, okay, everyone kind of needs me now, huh? Yeah, I, don't. And even if it's to tw- me, it feels like he's more minutes. likely to come back game four than game three. Make him really sweat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it though. If they need it, I'm all for it.
0: I do think at the end of the day, we probably make a bigger deal out of this than, like, I bet he just likes Steph, Clay, and Draymond, right? Like, he doesn't view them as like and, well, and, enemies and Quinn, and up Quinn the state. Cook,
1: like him and Quinn Cook, were all in on the fireworks IG post.
0: Yeah, but even like Boogie, I just think he's friends with them all. You know, he's not like he's not like trying to screw them. Like he looks at it like we all win, we all benefit. Like we're looking at him, and I, I definitely am, is like some outside mercenary. When he's probably viewing it like I'm part of this group, even though did you see the back and forth the other day when someone asked him like, do you feel like you're part of them? And he's like, them, them or us.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: it was kind of weird, but then he was like. Yeah, I've never quite felt. You're like, ah, you know. Yeah. He's kind of admitting to what we all think. He's like, how dare you? But yes. (laughs) I do feel bad for him in the sense that he came here and really all he wanted, guy, was to be embraced and loved. And he never quite was. He always felt like a stepfather, right? Or a stepmother. You know, it's like, I love you. You're awesome. You're providing – but you're not my real parent.
1: But we wish we didn't need you.
0: Yeah, I wish my real parent... Like, I wish Harrison Barnes had just been good enough where we just never needed a look down here and we could have just kept it 100% organic. Right. But we couldn't. We we do know we need you. And then we got you and we realized you brought shit to the, to, to the table that our real parent could never dream of bringing to the table. Yeah, maybe he'll be
1: appreciated more when he's gone.
0: Well... Here's the. I don't think anyone that wants him gone, like myself, would ever say he's not one of the most remarkable talents I've ever seen on a basketball court. So no one talks about him like... Yeah, you do have a different motivation than... Yeah, no one's like, you know what? This Khalil Mack guy, not very good. You know, this Kevin Durant, like he's he's talked about like he's one of the all-time talents we've ever seen currently. Everyone talks about him. Even the people that are like, God, he's wearing me out. But goddamn, he's good. You notice that conversation whenever you meet a random fan like... God, he's sensitive, but Jesus Christ, he's good at basketball. Like That's, that's every conversation I've ever – I had a conversation a couple days ago at the gym. That was the exact conversation. Like, you know, I, I can't really take a sensitivity, but Jesus Christ, he's incredible. Every conversation, guy, every single one. That's where I think as time will go on, like you said, it will feel like – you know, he'll be missed or whatever because I think people will just miss his talent. But I think everyone appreciated his talent while he was here. I yeah. never felt like he was underappreciated as a player. No, I agree with that.
1: But I think it's got to, I think maybe if, if he goes and you don't win you go three straight years without a title, you go, you know what? That was worth the the trouble.
0: But I but I here's what else I think. I think everyone right now adm, ad, like admits, acknowledges it's all been worth it. You know? No one's saying that like I wish I didn't get in bed with this guy. You know, it's like the guy that back in the day you needed a business loan and you had to get a loan from the mob and you're like, I feel dirty, but I needed the money. Right. You don't necessarily you don't even feel dirty about it. You're like, yeah, what were you supposed to do? Not sign him? Right. You know, it's like when the I compared him. What do you think of the? I think we've talked about this, maybe not. The comp uh it's a little different because he only stayed for one year in ninety four Deion Sanders came to the Niners for just a kind of one year mercenary, won the championship. It was a little different because remember like the football life, Jerry Rice, I don't think really liked him. And then he ended up going to the Cowboys and they won the championship the next year. But it was like Deion that year was the best corner in football, all pro. It it was it's different though, because he was only a he was just a one year deal. I think when did you have a guy? For I also short, think it's different in football where
1: like he was on defense. Like he didn't take any he wasn't catching any of Jerry Rice's balls.
0: No, but I'm saying like Someone just tweeted at me after I made that comparison. He's like, God, biggest. We should have signed Dion to a long-term deal, oh, oh, <laughs> right? Because oh, yeah. like Dion comes back, the team's better, right? Yeah. But I, I would imagine if you if you did like a deep dive on that situation, one of the issues was, I bet the team knew Jerry hated him, and they were just going to side with Jerry. Like if Steph had hated Kevin, this probably wouldn't have worked as seamlessly as it has.
1: It like Jerry Jerry Rice
0: like. couldn't stand Dion the way he went about his business. Yeah. Which is not really the Warriors don't have that issue with Kevin. I think their problem is more just. I don't really know what their problem is. Maybe he's a little drama filled. He he calls for the ball a little too much. Well,
1: it's like if it was up to them, he'd
0: be back. You think so? Yeah. One hundred percent. You think so? Or are you just saying yeah. that after a loss? I mean, we've been no, saying just, after wins, like.
1: No, I'm I'm not saying they wouldn't have more fun without him. I'm just saying if you set them down. And was and just said like okay, it's up like you have the last vote. If you say he's back, he'll he's back. I think you'd go at the end. It's wor- it's just worth tr- we're trying to win championships.
0: I'd have to. I don't know the guys well enough to know their true feelings on the human. Because I'm do just think saying their ready.
1: true feelings on the human are different than whether or not if the, the vote came down to them to say we want him back. If if their true feeling is guy, he's just annoying. But if it's going to – yeah, I mean, if you're asking me, like, I'm the difference between him coming back and not like, yeah, I would What if you title? found
0: out they really don't like him that much? I mean, they've already won potentially if they win this one. And this – you know, they're now 0-1. Four championships. So you win four championships. It's not like you need more championships for the resume. And if you didn't really like someone, you're like, yeah, let them go.
1: No, but I don't th- – I haven't seen anything from Steph, Clay, Draymond, or the organization that there's nothing – It's nothing egregious. I, well, what I was going to say is there's nothing about the way they act that makes you think they're just content and they're just going to stop trying to win championships. So if you're still trying to win championships.
0: Well, they 100% are. But what if I convince them that they would still be able to, like in their own mind, because yeah, they're...
1: well, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I am not. I don't want to sound like I, I know what they would say, but... I, I just think mean they know how really
0: valuable got he is. Steph, Klay, and Draymond with whatever their drink of choice was and you were just sitting relaxing on the couch and they would open up like, what do you guys really think of them? <laughs> Is there a chance that it's a little more negative than we all imagine? Yeah. Just, again, it might be... A but but even if that's
1: the case, thing, there's still the chance that you say but, you know. But I think it's clear... He helps us win in a way that no one else can.
0: They would acknowledge like every fan. Yeah, he's just incredible.
1: Motorcycle, 35 minute mark. <laughs> Yeah, no they would. They would. The question is like with anything else is like is it worth the trouble?
0: Yeah, and it's you And what happens
1: in the series probably affects that answer.
0: Yeah. Doesn't it feel like Kawhi is probably the ideal kind of mercenary? This is because like he doesn't say shit. He just doesn't even He's like reminds me of Roger Federer, rarely sweats. You notice that? He doesn't sweat that much. He moves at one, just kind of very slow and steady speed. Not too fast, but not too slow. But he but he's able to get by guys. His style is
1: Would you like him on your team? I don't mean like would you want well, him? Of course I, yeah, you want a, him. But would you enjoy it question. if he was your best player? Would you enjoy that,
0: it? That's a good question. If he's your best player and he's just all you got, I just think you realize, like, yeah, we got a top th- two or three player in the league. Screw you.
1: Luckily, they have Kyle Lowry, who they love, or at least has been around for a long time.
0: You know what it got me thinking tonight? They All their restaurants are offering Kawhi and Dine. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, I did. I would imagine Kawhi's on whatever, his second contract, so it's paying him. He got a max at, like, $90 million. His rookie contract is a 15th draft pick so it probably wasn't that much money like 10 million dollars shoe deal new balance Nike he hasn't made that many that's one of his gripes has been he hasn't crushed it there but he's made probably over hundred million dollars in his career this next contract is gonna pay him 200 million if he stayed in Toronto how desperate you have to be to your marketing campaign for a guy worth 300 million dollars in the restaurant business that guy is naturally going to go out a lot and probably tip, you know, be a big, like help you generate cash. You offer free food. And I, I think that kind of means like, can he, he doesn't going to eat by himself. He's, is he bringing like uncle Dennis, aunt Dennis and his buddy? Like he's not just coming in solo to these restaurants. So are you just getting like, he can just roll to the Toronto Fleming's and get a free four person meal for the rest of his life. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like, no, I, I don't saying, think it's great because I think free meals. I think desperate moves.
1: I think free meals are so much more about everything else that isn't just the money. I think it's just such a when you can treat the world like it's your personal refrigerator, like that's a power. <laughs> that is a love. Like everybody well, is just your mom I'm cooking. Saying, for is you. that
0: an all-time desperate move by a city?
1: No, I I like it. I think it's a great move.
0: I'm not saying because it's like, I don't. How yeah, much I'm is not he, even hating on it? Yeah. But just think about it. That ideal- I think
1: it's impressive. It's not one person putting up a billboard, but for a whole business community to band together, the cha- chamber of commerce.
0: My, but my point is, guy, restaurants like when Steph Curry walks in with a couple buddies, Aisha, Dell, and Sonia, they're like kind of lighting up. They're like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be. We're gonna make some cash." If you're the server or the you know the person about to get a tip, you're like, "This is gonna crush." Imagine if Steph, which I would imagine he gets some free meals every once in a while, but they also look to kind of cash in when he sits down at your restaurant, right? Yeah, but they've got a
1: living wage there. So the, the waiters are <laughs> Do they, though? I have no idea. Seemed like the thing to say. Uh, they got health care. You know? They don't need that little line at the bottom that says, like, here's another 15% to help our people live it's for their rent. They just, How uh...
0: fat would you be if whatever city you lived in... You were just grandfathered in every restaurant Free dinner
1: Why would you, I mean
0: Like where would you and Alyssa Would you never not go to dinner out uh, How, to the ca- how could you feel I know You feel like you're shortchanging yourself, right I mean you're, You'd open your refrigerator And it would just be to-go boxes From like House of Prime Rib, Morton's I, mean, it would just I wouldn't be even of- take
1: food to go Why would you even take any to go? Yeah, you
0: wouldn't Why would you even have anything in your <laughs> just fridge Just hand it you out you just have some bris with water if you ever got thirsty. It, it maybe some I don't even know. It'd be it'd be an incredible thing to have.
1: <laughs> right? Like it's so much more valuable than the money you're saving.
0: Yeah, I mean it's but it does suck
1: if you're the waiter that works the most at Kawhi's favorite restaurant. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm point. saying. Yeah. No,
0: saying. Kawhi, more than likely is going I think you got in- I
1: think if you get comped you tip, don't you think?
0: Yeah, but some of these guys, and that's a big knock on a lot of pro athletes is a lot of them grow up poor. They don't even – you know, they say they're bad tippers. I never totally blame them. They don't even know what tipping is, and you just might not tip. You're like, fuck, you guys are the ones that say you gave me free meals. I signed here. I get free meals. Would you blame him if he just didn't quite understand? Like, I have to yeah. tip. you yes. said I got free meals. Yeah.
1: he's an adult. In the NBA, yeah, but, but in the, you're in the NBA. People are handing out tips left and right. You're in the NBA. People hand out tips left and right. It's, he's not a rookie. He's been around. People. He's oh. been to a pop dinner. He's seen how it works. Maybe but not in a few years.
0: Okay. You, you were well, you've been to a Warriors dinner. What did they do? You I leave no a tip. I,
1: I have no idea what they did. Did you leave a tip? Oh, hell no. I left, but they paid. It was it wasn't a comp meal, John. Somebody paid for the meal. The person who paid for the meal tipped. Who paid for the meal? The Warriors paid. Joe Lacob paid for the meal.
0: Oh, so when you go to those, it's already been it's already it paid
1: was paid for. for by the Warriors. So that per, somebody signs a check.
0: Oh, so the Warriors just rent out the restaurant. Yeah, well, know, like was, a private. Yeah. yeah. So they just pay like so. The Pop's whole deal is the San Antonio Spurs are just paying a lot of money to all these restaurants all over America.
1: I think Pop is just taking people out to dinner. Isn't that the story?
0: I thought the I thought the Spurs do it.
1: Oh, well, either I, way, I, somebody's paying for the, if someone's paying for the meal, then that person's tipping. But if so, you're getting comped
0: yeah no I, I'm with you the, the right thing to do I'm just is saying to,
1: like he's picked up cars at the valet he's given people like he's tipped the clubbies or whatever they're called in the NBA but I'm they? just saying at this age no I, I'm with you I'm not disagreeing I'd be shocked at this age if he's not in the tip culture
0: so let's say you go to the sweetest restaurant you take a couple people and it's Kawhi Leonard you get like a thousand dollar meal yeah like, what do you have to tip like a couple hundred bucks
1: yeah, like to me when I when I've had meals comped, you almost tip a little. You don't not nah, you don't necessarily tip a little more, but you you tip at least what you would tip if you were paying when for do you meal. ever have
0: meals comped. Well, I just remember
1: like I've been to radio remotes, oh, so
0: yeah. things like that where oh, they yeah, yeah. like a, give you a free like uh you know sandwich at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I used to live Hooters remotes for March Madness. I you know
0: don't. Don't you know? Don't quit on Hooters. Middlecoff might have been on the phone today with some people working some angles. You know, maybe Hooters might get back involved. All right, tell him I've been there before. There are five or six Hooters in the Greater uh, Bay Area. Nice. I don't know Mark Davis goes to the one in Dublin.
1: <laughs> Getting exclusive?
0: You think he'd give us one?
1: Absolutely. Why wouldn't he? Uh, so since we last did a podcast, and this is Thursday, we last did a podcast on. Let me count. Wednesday. There have been two Richie Incognito stories. Think about that for a second. One was that there was an incident in April and there were criminal charges against him. Now, maybe in fairness, this might have come out. No, this came out Wednesday night.
0: Yeah, this is when Florio tweeted this This out,
1: right? uh, After we did the podcast Wednesday. That he punched a hole in the living room of his grandmother's home in Peoria, Arizona and ripped the security system box from the wall.
0: Like as in April 2019, not that long ago.
1: On April 1, so maybe it happened a little before. On April 1, he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges. Took a 10-week anger management class.
0: Like right in 2019? Uh, Yes. So he just finished anger management classes recently.
1: Pair of charges in april stemming from a violent outburst so i don't know when the incident was but the chart but the thing the legal process happened in april yes he just finished the anger management
0: but is he even done how many uh, i guess it's been 4 argument four, with eight. his grandma
1: over his de- after his dad died blaming her for his father's death I feel like God i know more about this than i should
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably too.
1: but ripping your the 90 year old grandma's security system out not a good thing she's 90? 90 90
0: well, I mean he's 36, so you do the math. The dad's 70, right? Then, Jeez.
1: Then there was the story today, Thursday, that the Bills in 2017 after he retired on Twitter um the Bills told their secu- they upped their security at their facility. While he wasn't barred from the facility, the security personnel was alerted um if he arrived. Just He's on. He's around. Just FYI. So this is what the rate... this is last 24, 12, 36 hours. This has been what's been reported about those. To me, the raiders.
0: Bills one isn't as crazy because then he went kind of loony right after he left the Bills, right with the funeral. But well, it
1: show that they were just like, uh. Well, but what, I, I what think we know, what was to, what was legal? It probably goes beyond what was just legal, right?
0: I, I agree. To me, the crazier one is he legitimately just had an incident, you know, where he was. Charged slash came to an agreement where he had to go to anger management in April. I mean, not April 2018, as in nine weeks ago. That's fucking insane. Is there a chance that the Raiders didn't know? I would guess if they didn't know and then they found out after the fact, they would immediately cut him. But would they do that because they would look so bad? I don't think so. Do you think they would? You don't think they would immediately cut him
1: based on this incident?
0: If they didn't know, if he, if they had asked him if anything else happened, he said no, and this just came out. Well, if they had
1: asked him, he said no, and he lied, maybe. But I, I'd be surprised if this.
0: Would you imagine that Mike Mayock and John Gruden, when they sat down with Richie, and they just basically said, Richie, here are the seven things that we know that have happened in the last three years. Are we missing anything? Is there a chance that Richie went, no, that's it? And then and then like Mike's in at his computer and goes, What? (laughs) But is it too late? Because you would be you would look pretty bad, right, if you cut him the day after and you're like, Well, we didn't know about this, we lied, or do you get credit?
1: Uh no, I think what's worse is you keep a guy in that just lied to your face.
0: Yeah, I I just think it kind of shows this. You either have
1: to lie and say we knew and we keep him, or you cut
0: him and say he lied to our face. Here's my thing. The two guys that you signed, we've gone over this. Like, Antonio's in his own category because he's incredible. So, like, you're that good? Whatever. I'll deal with it. Vontez, who's had a lot of issues, the majority of his issues, I'd have to Google his transaction history, have been on the field. Like, late hits, dirty hits. Like, if all Richie's issues were dirty hits, he'd be like, whatever. His are like, doing shit with his grandma, losing his mind over his dead dad, Jonathan Martin bullying, uh, freakouts in front of his Arizona house with TMZ. His are off the field. Like I don't know if Vontez is off the top of my head ever had like arrests or crazy things guy. Th- this, this has some parallels. It's different but has an Alden-type feel that, like we talked about, at any moment you're like, Oh my God, God! Do you just see the Richie Incognito story? That I, I don't know. Like Vontez's story would be, oh my God, is Vontez fighting the offensive lineman without his helmet? <laughs> you know that, like that. I, I can deal with that. Like it's football craziness, and that's I don't I don't necessarily mind that. What I do mind is, am I going to get a story at 2:50 in the morning at wherever this guy's li- living in you know Aranda or Alameda of just like what? Something blah blah blah, Ritchie incognito, Bay Bridge, three in the morning. Am I getting one of those? Because <laughs> like I'm not worried about Antonio Brown that I'm getting one of those. Right. I'm not. I'm not really even worried about Vontez. I'm worried about Vontez. Like, oh my God, Bontez, uh late hit the the fifth round tight end that they drafted from LSU and broke his leg in practice. You know, but like you.
1: No one would be surprised. Yeah, you're worried it's opening day, Sunday, and no one can find Richie.
0: Yeah, or, like, guy. (laughs) Again, I I have envisioned Richie's car on fire, Bay Bridge, 4 in the morning. That's what I—something like that. Richie Incognito's dead body in his home, he's not there. The Alameda police are all surrounding the home with guns drawn. (laughs) They don't know where Richie Incognito is, but there's a hostage situation. Like, that's that, that's where we're at. Like, if I told you hostage situation, police, guns drawn, Richie Incognito, just those elements, would you be like, yeah, that's believable? Well, I
1: mean, wh- yeah, wh- I would imagine the list of people who have committed a crime during a fight with their grandmother is pretty short. Yeah, that's, like, that's if insane. you've done that, you probably have something else on your record. Like, there's no one like, yeah, a pretty clean record, except the one time I got in a, an argument with my 90-year-old grandma and ripped her security system out.
0: Well, I think the scariest thing about signing Richie Incognito is he's not stable. And I think the biggest parallel we have, and the Raiders and Niners both can relate to this guy, is Alden. We're both fan bases like, yeah, just... You get to this point where you realize anything's possible. And it's it's not... You you can't have that – when that guy says – when that guy gets in trouble, when Richie Incognito a month ago, if that story had become public about the grandma, it's just ex-NFL player Richie Incognito breaks grandma's front door fighting over the dead dad, right? That's the headline. Well, now if that happens over the summer, which summer break now for these guys, May 30th is two weeks away, Raiders offensive lineman Richie Incognito. Yeah, who's, who guy well, who's thirty six? But, but I've got. I don't think any of that
1: matter. Like you having your team name in front of somebody's name doesn't. You know, like the Patriots survived being Patriots tight end accused of murder, charged with murder.
0: Oh well, if you read the Belichick, of murder. Urban told him he actually was just a troubled soul, but a good guy at heart.
1: Uh, all right, the. Uh, uh, Falcons tight end.
0: Guys, awesome. what? Aaron Hernandez murdered o- Odin Lloyd less than a mile from his house. I mean, it's that story is untoppable, probably. Untoppable.
1: Well, then you Came added- the
0: next day and worked out at the Patriots yes, facility. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, we're talking about, yeah, der- it's deranged.
0: But I do think there are some parallels... Well, I wouldn't go that far. That's not fair to Richie. I think the parallels are closer to Alden, where it just gets to the point where. Yeah. Oh, so my point was
1: like, you. I, I don't think it matters if it's Raiders incognito does X Y Z. Like, so oh, you
0: no. don't think that the, you don't think if something crazy happens over the summer before training camp with Richie incognito, that's not a terrible look for the Raiders. I
1: just don't think it matters. I. I don't. Who cares? A terrible look. What does that cost anybody? Like, I think what hurts them is if. I think what actually tangibly hurts them is if they're trying to play a football game and he doesn't show up and he's their starting left guard or whatever.
0: Why? Well, of course, it's say, a bad
1: look, but I don't think it ma- Like I don't know how it actually matters. You know what I'm saying?
0: I would say this one: if something weird happens with Richie during his time with the Raiders, it would be like every single person on the outside that was talking about this and in, in the rest of the National Football League said, "How'd you guys not see this coming?" It'd be one of those. Like, no, are you no doubt really i just it? don't
1: know like i've just like the nf i've just seen we've talked about this for the nfl for so long and all the bad looks and i don't what does it ever end up in
0: well gruden says 10 million dollars a year for the next nine yeah, years i mean so, years. So,
1: so if it's just another Guaranteed, example bitch. if it's an example of raiders bad judgment fine then it's an example of it but you know like i don't know are they losing like
0: yeah i i didn't i didn't necessarily mean it yeah like Losing revenue or losing fans—that's not what I meant. I just. No, meant- I know. I
1: just. I agree it's a bad look. But, you, but you my our, question is always: pitches, uh, at the end, at the end of the day, what does a bad look really cost you? Yeah, it does. In cost- this instance, if you're an it NFL does- team. Um. All right. Opposite of bad look, good look. Austin Hooper called Cal Shanahan Nostradamus on with. Uh, is it just uh, the Left Go Show? I, I. What do they call it exactly?
0: Yeah, so I think the Left Go Podcast.
1: Um, a, but Adam Lefko, Bleach like Report, good yeah. sit down with Hooper. Um, and, he, and he just, re, the Lefko show, it is the Lefko show. And he just talked about, basically called Kyle Shanahan a genius.
0: He basically described like every Wednesday meeting we'd go in, he'd tell us exactly what was going to end up happening on Sunday. And if you read slash listen, because I've realized I'm just an audiobook guy moving forward. Who am I kidding? Who am I fooling? I buy books, and they just sit there, and they gain dust. But if you go audio, you actually listen to them. Belichick, the way every player really since like Cleveland describes them, they're like, he will tell you things on Wednesday or Thursday of the week, and then the same shit he said will happen. You're like, this guy just – it's incredible, like little, little things. Now, the difference between Bill, Bill's saying that about, like, the kickoff team, <laughs> offense and defense. Kyle, he's just talking about offense. But I do think a lot of people that are around Kyle, even with the Niners right now, will tell you this guy's brilliant. And you just look at him. He just kind of looks kind of like a really tall, skinny football nerd in a good way. And what he's done with Nick Mullins, like, I, I am really confident when you just hear him saying that. If they get better players, now that's part of his deal. Like, he's helped pick these players. Right. And Jimmy stays healthy, they're going to be okay. Like, he's that good of an offensive mind and an offensive coordinator. So I, I think it all comes down to, I've never really lost faith in like, I think with some coaches, I was talking to a buddy the other day in the NFL. I'm like, God is Adam Gase just kind of lost his mind because it wasn't that long ago where everyone around the league was like, this guy is this got the best. He was, we, you and me have talked about it before. He was McVeigh and Kyle before those guys. He was the first mid thirties, you know, two day old stubble, uh, he just looks like he hasn't slept. Offensive genius that we've had in a long time. Probably since like Josh McDaniels in the mid to late 2000s. And he just, he's kind of, I don't know. Can we
1: say at this point tweaking, that, that McVeigh and Shanahan have better people skills?
0: More Much more normal humans, yeah. But I also, someone said that they thought that Gaze. I don't know.
1: I don't know Gase. I've never yeah, really watched him interact. So I yeah,
0: I think I, I don't think his people skills are the best. But I also think he just he got kind of nuts in Miami. Like he I don't think he was that bad as the coordinator. I
1: I, remember, I hat super low guy during a conversation. I judge a little bit but, more so than hat backwards guy.
0: He wasn't like that when he was the coordinator. It felt like he was more normal. Yeah. I I feel like that. I don't even feel like he was like that when he first got to Miami. I feel like he's lost. I feel like he lost it in Miami. And but he he's. It's carried over to now and it's worse. Like he he looks like he's on meds. I, I and when you say that McVeigh, I don't even know if he, he's just younger and maybe like actively I was gonna say actively cares a little bit more like how he kind of presents himself than Kyle. Mm-hmm. But I mean I watch interviews with McVeigh and he's just wearing like coaching gear. I don't know if he cares that much. He can't help just, how
1: he looks. he can't yeah, help he just, that he looks he just good. A product in his everything, hair, yeah. Everything fits him.
0: But both of them, like, they just wear coaching gear when they talk. So it's not like I judge McVay if every time I heard him talk, he was in like a three-piece suit and he's not, you know? Right, right. I mean, Kyle. but I would say Kyle truly doesn't give a shit about that, right? Because when you see him off camera or whatever, he's in like a, you know, Hurley shirt and a Vulcan hat and, you know, he just doesn't care.
1: Yeah, as we call him the Haberman's house, he's in his comfies.
0: He's in his comfies. And, but I, and that's where I get back to McVeigh. He's in his companies all the time too. So, yeah, I, I think th- both those two guys, cause right now McVeigh's resume dwarfs Kyle's, right? Yeah. You and I have had this conversation before. If Kyle to surpass McVeigh at this point has got a lot of like catching up to do. He's way behind in the race.
1: I, you know, I do think though, we don't, Sometimes but I do think give,
0: the leagues giving him a lot of respect. Still, yeah,
1: I don't think we sometimes give people enough credit for their coordinator role after they've been a head coach. Um, like I was thinking, just because the ASU thing about Marvin Lewis, like Marvin was the defensive coordinator on the like the defense that carried a team to a championship, the Baltimore Ravens. He was the defensive coordinator, right? The
0: best defense ever, or one of them.
1: Yeah, I mean Kyle was the offensive coordinator for a prolific offense that was in position to win a Super Bowl. Now, the difference, though, Bowl
0: is though. like you look at Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis won a lot as a head coach. Yeah,
1: no doubt. I'm just saying we uh,
0: like how, how many double digit Marvin Lewis. No,
1: their resumes don't engineer. compare. I'm just saying when we talk about Marvin, like that's part of Marvin's resume and it gets left out. I think. Yeah, like
0: Ray Lewis. You ever heard of him? He was the defensive player of the year under my watch.
1: Well, his story was he watched two plays from Ray's tape and was like, hit stop and went and got Dick LeBeau. I was like, you got to come watch this guy. And then saw him at the combine and said, "I, I you know, I love you. I just never – I think you're a hell of a player. I'm never going to get to coach you. And then two and a half weeks later, you got the Ravens job.
0: Marvin Lewis was a Steelers coach. I didn't know that's a good Linebacker knowledge. coach. So the Baltimore Ravens hired – God, this is good knowledge of Marvin Lewis. I didn't realize he was the defensive coordinator for the Ravens for that long. So when they moved to Baltimore, he just became the defensive coordinator. Did they hire Brian Billick after Belichick? No, they couldn't After. have because Billick. Well, because the Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. But uh, they didn't hire Billick. No. They didn't hire Billick because Billick didn't come to like 99 or had, 2000. They like, Ted Marchabrota or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I, th- I think it was that. So Marvin Lewis was kept, right? Obviously, with Brian Billick because they won a championship together. I guess
1: Marvin uh, almost took the Cal – like the he almost became the Cal coach before Tedford.
0: I, I had of, someone, I I had someone that knows some people that claimed that Ron Rivera, yeah, when he gets to a point, like i not necessarily in the near future, but wouldn't mind like going out as the cow coach. I would buy that. You know, and just like I pay think me a dollars, yeah. so I'll be a cow coach. I would buy that. If that ever happens, that would be a huge coup for Cal, right?
1: I definitely Ron buy Rivera
0: that. is a good NFL coach. You could argue that would be the second best coach they've ever had. Yeah, I said that. Go dogs.
1: Fresno State in a big regional on Friday at Stanford Baseball. 11 years since their national championship.
0: But you are right because I was watching uh, that 49er show on uh, 94, like America's game. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1994, which some might say is the best 49er team ever, 11 All Pro, Steve Young MVP, Jerry Rice, they won the Super Bowl. The average margin of victory in the playoffs of the three teams, the Cowboys, forget who they played in the second round, and the Chargers, who they killed in the Super Bowl, was like uh, was 20. It, it might have been the Vikings. It wasn't the Packers, but whoever they killed them.
1: Wasn't the Falcons?
0: Yeah. Do you know who their quarterback coach and, and coordinator were in 1994? Well, the coordinator was Mike Shanahan. And his quarterback coach was Garrett Kubiak. Yeah. But Mike Shanahan gets a lot of credit. Like won some Super Bowls, right, with with Elway. Uh, he's viewed as a great head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for years with Steve Young and 49ers. Well, George Seifert was the defensive coordinator of all these great teams. Yeah, but and George Seifert was a good coach as the head coach. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think you get lost a little bit. Clearly, like, Shanahan realized that year that was Kubiak's first year in the pros as a quarterback coach. He had, he had retired and then he from playing and then mm. he coached a little bit in college. Shanahan obviously knew him and just brought him. I would imagine Shanahan realizing like, I got something here, right? Like yeah. boom, that fucking staff. You have Seifert, Shanahan, and Kubiak on the same staff with all those players. You're right. I think some guys, as they go on to be coaches, get lost a little bit, like how good of coordinators they were. No one would be like, you know, remember Mike Shanahan before he became
1: a head coach right. was the best coordinator in the league. And it usually happens when you have success as a head coach that we kind of right you stop well, when being you, a coordinator. When, well, for a when while. you don't
0: like those Niners teams were playing the Cowboys, their offensive coordinator was North Turner. He's always been known as you know North is a great offensive coordinator, but right. no one ever's like. I don't know if I'd want it as my head coach. So you, there's a balance, right? Yeah, yeah. In a perfect world, and you he's, be
1: like, he might be the best example of it.
0: Yeah, I think the, I think ideally, what you're shooting for is like, you know what Andy Reid is? He's the best head coach that's also calling plays. <laughs> you know, that's that's like what you aspire to be, or McVay. You know, that's or Sean Payton. You, you want to be the play caller who's the head coach. It's just it just doesn't usually happen. You know, it's a hard balance. I mean, I guess it, it actually feels like a lot of people in the NFL are doing it. Zimmer, you know, on both sides of the ball. Bill O'Brien, Doug Peterson. It's definitely a lot of offensive coaches. It feels more than ever. Offensive head coaches, calling plays.
1: One, one other – can I just one last thing before we – just one quick thought. I just want to get on tape. Yeah. With the uh, – I just thought of this. Just as you are talking about coaches, because one thing I was thinking was the more you pay these guys, the more you want them to be the person pulling the trigger. When it's really right, like I'm paying you because you're a great offensive coordinator. So come in here and be the offensive coordinator, right? Um, Like you're not hiring Sean McVay to not call the plays.
0: You're not hiring Kyle Shanahan to like fire up special teams guys. No, it's like
1: deploy his plan. Um, But are we that are we getting when is the are we going to have a point where the NBA GMs start treating NBA coaches the way Major League Baseball treats their coaches? I think a like is Daryl More like is if Mike D'Antoni is not going to be the coach of the Rockets, who is?
0: Well, I would love to know right now because it clearly felt that they offered Daryl Morey or they offered Mike D'Antoni. Did you see that tweet? That it they was less
1: money him. than Terry Stotts, right?
0: Well, yeah, they offered him a five million dollar extension, but a million dollar kicker for every round he won. Yeah. So basically, like they're giving him the way you'd incentivize a salesperson. Like we're giving you this is your base salary, but Mike, if you if you make it to the Western Conference Finals, you get an extra two million dollars. Fuck you, that's not how this thing works. But to me, is that Fertitta or is that Daryl?
1: That doesn't feel like something a GM would do, does it?
0: It, it does feel more something like a business. Well, a new Tita's, owner. Fertitta's quote about.
1: was, I, I, "I'm in business." As far as I know, I don't know what lame duck means. You're just, as far as I know, that just means you're under contract. <laughs>
0: Okay. And in, in you're fairness right. We're gonna to we're gonna
1: th- we're gonna rewrite definitions that exist in in sports. With but in duck.
0: fairness to him, he's right. Right.
1: He, he is right, kind of. But I think everyone accepts that there is a human element to coaching a team. And when your players know that you don't that you're on the way out, you lose power with your team.
0: And the highest level positions you'd argue probably in any level of business, like hey, Fertitta. How many employees did you have in your other businesses that made five million dollars a year? Well, especially the other line, he was like, "Because didn't we just
1: pay off? Didn't we just get done paying off our last coach?" Which was in his mind, he's pissed because I'm like, "I didn't, I didn't. That's not my mistake. Why am I paying this bill?" Right? Can you imagine how angry he was when he had to sign Kevin McHale's check?
0: Why? Well, I just there aren't any Benny parallels. Benny
1: Bickerstaff or whoever he was paying.
0: Yeah, they're just hey, for Tita, there aren't any parallels in your former life to this job. Didn't you also think that, like, I'd be fascinated if Daryl Moore, if some of those reports are true, that he wouldn't have been mind if Mike would have got fired or whatever. Who would they – like, who else is available? Would they have got some college coach?
1: Yeah, I mean, to back. me it feels like they're they're going to – they're potentially hiring, like, somebody's somebody who's a coach. He's on a staff, but it's he looks not like –
0: gri- He looks like a grizzly bear because he's huge. He's kind of chubby. His beard – but his hair is really unkept. Yeah. It's just – He looks like he's been on a booze bender for like two weeks, doesn't he? Fertitta's probably
1: driving him crazy.
0: I mean, he's got to be wearing his ass out because they say, I mean, I know I've heard a million interviews with Daryl, always acted like Leslie Alexander was, you couldn't have worked for a better human. Like he was the standard in the NBA. He always wanted to win, do it the right way, just be competitive. He just felt like a high-level guy. Well, Fertitta Fertitta hasn't become
1: a wild success by just not asking any questions and letting other people do their jobs.
0: Right. But I and I also think the amount that he bought in, as I learned in Rich Dad Poor Dad or some business book like that, the the profit is made in the in the purchase price, not the sale. Yeah. He paid so much goddamn money. Now, for Tito, probably tell you I didn't buy this thing to make to flip it, which he didn't. He bought it to be an NBA owner to own until he dies. But he still paid two billion dollars for an NBA team guy it's let's call it what it is i mean it's he overpaid for the houston rockets that's a shit li- i mean joe lacob yeah i mean N- nba seven years ago paid 400 million for the warriors
1: nba values are it's the bay area real estate market because because apparently the asking price was like one sick or not the asking price the value and then that's just the bids were coming in it got bid up. But I also think up. like
0: when Ballmer paid two billion, he was worth twenty, and he's like, whatever. Yeah, but and he's did, kind of just operated like.
1: Did Ballmer get bid up, or was he just like, here's two billion, you're not going to get a better offer, let's just do this, or did I somebody he, bid him up to two
0: billion? No, I think he was just the highest bidder slash. He was going to get the team no matter what, so like he was just going to make sure. But he had the cash. I don't think Fertitta was – I know there have been stories written that he was not worth like $10 billion. He was worth like two and a half. He was worth basically what they paid for it. That's why they're kind of getting knocked like they can't afford to go in the luxury tax.
1: Here's the other thing. He's been watching the Rockets for 30 years almost.
0: Well, so explain this to me. I, I don't know that much about him. I assumed he was the UFC guy. He's like their brother. He's like a he's like a Houston businessman. He's just related to the people that bought the UFC. So
1: Fertita's yeah, there's multiple brothers UFC. His, his thing is uh what's the like Landry's or Laurie's or something? So he, so his brother restaurant. is
0: the one that owns the UFC or there's sold the brothers. UFC?
1: I think there's a I think the UFC guys are two brothers. He might be so there's involved. A family I don't know. Of them. Yeah, I'm not exact maybe that's some of his I'm maybe he's invested in them too.
0: But I he was not the guy that they sold have a, the UFC. No.
1: Well, no, I think he's involved in Vegas because isn't the gold wasn't the gold isn't the gold nugget his?
0: Maybe you're wrong. I, I didn't know that much about him.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I, I get a little confused with all the UNLV. A bunch,
0: Twitter, a bunch of people on Twitter eviscerated me like you're wrong. You said what? I just like oh that's the guy that bought the or sold the UFC for two million. Yeah.
1: Well, I know like, that oh, he tried. He got outbid by Leslie Alexander by like three million dollars to buy the Rockets back in the early nineties.
0: Oh, so he's been rich for a long time.
1: Yeah, but he's also been stalking the Rockets for twenty-five years. That's my point. Is he's been like ever since he lost out on buying them? Leslie Alexander made he sold them for two point two. He basically made two point one billion. He made more so what, what, what just on the purchase. Like eighty, I'm looking eighty-five million. He bought them for. Fertitta offered eighty-one. He got outbid by four million dollars in nineteen ninety-three.
0: So he's yeah, been stalking he, he does, this this a, owner. He owns the Golden Nugget. He doesn't just want to own an
1: NBA team. He wanted to own the Houston Rockets.
0: So, Penning he paid two point two billion. So he's been waiting a quarter century. He's finally got him. He owned his own reality TV show, Billion Dollar Buyer. Personal life.
1: So, wait, how many Fertitas are there?
0: He is the third cousin of the former UFC owners Lorenzo and Frank. So not he, oh,
1: I thought he was a brother of theirs.
0: I did too. So he's just the cousin of them. An avid sports fan, Fertita is a vocal supporter of the Houston Cougars, so he's got to be their biggest donor. And can be seen at most of the football and basketball games. So he's a he's just a diehard Houston guy. Fertita donated 20 million to rebuild the Houston the University of Houston's basketball home. That's where remember the AD last year was like, well, if Kelvin Sampson doesn't fucking want to be here, I don't know where he wants to be. Remember, they were making a big deal, like we got more money, he mm-hmm. doesn't want to stay. Since they renamed it the Fertitta Center, so he's got a big ego. He likes his name on things, along with donations for the construction of the football stadium. Fertitta is also a Donald Trump supporter, saying in 2017, to deregulate all this regulation is going to be very good for the oil business, the energy business, and the restaurant business. Direct quote. He's just a businessman. But I I think he hangs his hat on being like a bulldog businessman, right? Like being a super aggressive just yeah. pit bull. All
1: right. But the Rockets aren't in the finals.
0: But I'm just fascinated by No, it.
1: I am so, too. I'm just saying. I'm just looking for a – I'm ready for bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're usually ready for lunch. I'm ready for bed. I mean, Kimmel's on. Oh, it's only 10.
0: Are you even working in the morning or are you flying to Seattle?
1: No, going on a little weekend trip.
0: Yeah, so you're 90, what time do you got to get up?
1: Like four the flights early, what time? Flight is at uh, uh, boards at five fifty.
0: In the morning. In the morning. Jeez, okay, I'll let you get Spend out. Spend the here.
1: day. I'm gonna go to breakfast, get some beignets. In be, Seattle, I'll be eating beignets by nine a.m. by the time you're listening to this podcast.
0: Okay, Godspeed, Lola.
1: All our Seattle listeners, hit me up. Oh, we do, Okay, thirty seconds. Did you see okay. the penis in the air over uh, Travis Air Force Base? <laughs>
0: At first, I only saw the one side. I'm like, that doesn't look like a penis. Then I realized there were two balls, and it went, yeah. That I mean, that guy that guy did it on purpose.
1: 100, 1,000% 1, that's on purpose. There is no way I'm buying there uh, an ex- accidental following some manual, doing well, some At first, this I that. thought it
0: was a stretch because I didn't think it was a penis. Then I realized it was a penis, and the guy... Clearly was so bored, fly, like a test flight or whatever. It how was 100%. much in taxpayer gasoline did it cost to draw that penis? How much were all his fellow fighter pilots just <laughs> dying laughing that he actually did it? <laughs> that is incredible. I wonder how difficult, even at that level, yeah. it is. Because how long do you think that is? Like a couple football fields? Or? <laughs> it's
1: you, it was Matt. Because you're right. The photo. You're like, wait. I, oh, it's over here, and it's all the other nut is all the way over there. It's a great question.
0: Is there a t- like seven football fields? <laughs> it could be really long.
1: That's a, no, you're right. it's a great point, John. That guy's like, no one's talking about the level of skill it took to do that. Because <laughs> he's got to deny it. He's got to live do a in ball, shape.
0: And then you've got to do the shaft. He and got, then you got to come yeah, back and do the other ball.
1: you got contrail penis shamed.
0: And in fairness to that guy, you're like, well. You what, how, how do you know it's not a female runs. pilot? He what?
1: said, so, Oh, die? yeah, it could, How that <laughs> well, it could be a female pilot.
0: It could be a female pilot. Would that be funnier if it was a female pilot Should you have a penis? Yeah, it'd, be,
1: it'd catch everybody by it. Everyone would be shocked because it's the Did classic. Did they really
0: put out a statement that it wasn't a real penis?
1: I saw the reporter who called to get a statement was like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm calling for a statement. And they're like, oh, we have a statement. So they're ready for it. It can't be the first time it's happened. Oh,
0: that was over Fairfield?
1: Luke Air Force Base. Yes, yeah, that Luke's in Vacaville.
0: Is it Luke's in Beckville?
1: Yeah,
0: or, or, or is it or
1: is it Fairfield? No, did I say Luke?
0: Well, did it was Luke? Oh, it you was said, Luke. You said Travis. I didn't. Oh, I thought it was Luke.
1: Luke Air Force Base is in Arizona. It's the it's my dad was stationed. I would live there. I yeah, this I whole time I thought it was Travis.
0: Well, but I read Luke.
1: Oh, you did read Luke. Okay,
0: I thought yeah yeah.
1: That's funny. I've been thinking Travis this whole time, but I lived on Luke Air Force Base. It's where the F-15s, F-16s train. It's like one of their training bases. When
0: you live at an Air Force Base, you get free free breakfast, lunch, and dinner? <laughs>
1: uh, no, no. You get free housing.
0: So you can't just roll on the You get a tax-free. You? There's
1: a tax-free... Well, it's not a cafeteria. I mean, I'm sure my dad, maybe the military people have one, but I don't remember. You're not allowed of to like ca- bring your
0: kids in there to eat?
1: I don't ever remember there being a mess hall. But there's a BX. There's a place where you can shop tax-free
0: and then you just make the food in the place you're living. Like yeah, a home. I mean, you just a have farm. a
1: home, yeah.
0: yeah. Next to other military people. Yes, base
1: housing, it's called.
0: Yeah, uh, so it's just all the people on base. They all shop at the same place. Yeah, you just, I mean, it's it's kind of like a, it's a base, oh, it but it's almost so like careful. a prison because you're just kind of stuck there,
1: right? You do, there is a guard and a gate, yeah. Although not all of them have. Yeah, well, I guess there is. Some base housing is not on the base. Some of it is on the base. in Are families allowed to leave? Yeah, in Turkey we lived on the base in, At Luke, we didn't live, like the base housing Is not literally in the gated base gotcha. Military base So it was Luke Air Force Base Yeah, so these guys are out there training In Arizona, they, yeah, they're bored out of their minds
0: Bored out of their I mean, there's zero conflicts going on right now
1: Two thirty five simulating a dogfight Were
0: people mad that they wasted fuel?
1: I don't even know if anybody was mad I gotta give Twitter credit on this one Even the people who were reporting it were like This is so funny Alright, on that
0: note